Hello, my name is Father Jacob, creator and founder of Region Catholic. Region Catholic is a platform used to teach the Catholic faith with the flavor of Northwest Indiana, also known as the Region. If you like this content, then like, comment, or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And better yet, share this, regioncatholic.com, with a friend. If you'd like to support us, you can go to our Patreon page, found at regioncatholic.com, where you can support us at three levels, get shoutouts on our podcasts, or get your hands on exclusive merchandise. Thank you for your support, enjoy the podcast, and God bless you. Jesus told his disciples this parable, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner, who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, he found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when they first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Do you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. As a seminarian, one of the experiences that we have as a student preparing for the priesthood is the opportunity to spend 10 weeks, or more or less, uh, in a hospital setting. And so I had the opportunity to do so in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I ministered to those and I had many different experiences with those in the hospital and other chaplains in the hospital as well to prepare me for the priesthood. On one of those occasions, as a seminarian, I visited a man and a family who I saw the patient, you know, this man really deteriorate over time. He was in his 80s. He was really approaching the end of his life. And so as he, you know, stayed longer and longer in the hospital, the family was more and more prepared for his eventual passing. After a surgery that he'd had, and there were some complications, and he wasn't recovering well from the procedure, he was on really his deathbed. It was his last moments of his life. And he was, you know, had a, a, the rattle, this harsh breathing, diminishing vitals. Everyone was preparing for the possibility of losing this man, you know, their father. There was a moment in the hallway that I had with the family after visiting with some of the children and grandchildren of this man in the room and stepped out in order to talk with them and visit with them. And the surgeon was there as well that had performed the procedure. And they'd asked if they could send for a priest to have a priest come and anoint their father. 
So I put in an order in the system, and the priest eventually visited his room, and then he was anointed. Shortly after the anointing, about an hour or so later, I got the chance to stop back in to visit with the family. And again, it was one of the physicians and the family in the hallway I was visiting with. In any case, it was in that moment where we could hear some disruption in the room, and to the realization of everyone in the hallway that their father had gotten out of bed and removed some of the, the machines and equipment from himself and was using the bathroom. And it was the realization of this incredible story of this man who was healed, who was at really death's door and then had given a new lease on life. It had come to find out through many different things that we'd found out he'd been away from the church for a long time. He had taken the loss of his wife particularly hard decades prior, and he, I think he had really been angry with the Lord. And so in that anger, it was an opportunity for him to be healed towards the end of his life, to receive the sacraments again, to go back to Mass, to have the physical strength again to be healed in the sacraments, and also as well the chance to receive communion after many decades of being away from the church. In those moments of seeing this healing of this man, it would be quite out of place, wouldn't it? If one of his children or the surgeon or the priest that anointed him were to say, oh yeah, really, this guy gets another chance, the guy that's kind of late to the party, kind of one of the complaining servants that we hear of in today's story, you know, him being a little bit late in his life to receiving the grace of the Lord in his heart and to receiving the love of Jesus in this new and profound way. Of course, the children and anyone around him, especially the priest, was not this way. They were not upset, they were not angry, but rather rejoicing with joy of the generosity of God that had been poured upon him, the chance to live again, the chance to have another life, a life renewed in Jesus Christ and healed by his healing grace. In these moments of our own lives, we have family members that might have fallen away from the faith, that don't practice, that are no longer close to God, or that we think are no longer close to God anymore. In these moments, particularly for our loved ones, our family, our friends, those we care for most, don't be afraid to commend them to the love of God. Commend them to his mercy. Commend them to the intercession of the Blessed Mother, that their hearts might be converted, that they might be won over back for Jesus Christ. They might return to him, and of course the Lord will take them back with open arms. Let us never be afraid of conversion, conversion of ourselves and conversion of others. And no matter how late we are to the party, or how, how late someone else is to the party, or the day and the work on the field of labor, let us never disdain the opportunity to return back to God, and for others to return back to him as well. For God is always waiting for us, and always waiting for those he loves the most.